All right, Jesse Mealy, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, how's life right now? You know, uh, with with everything that's going on with the the spread of this virus, is it that serious where you are at? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely serious. Um, I think everywhere, to be honest. Just even if it's not super serious, it's just people being cautious, just in general, because you don't know if you don't have it. Um, if you could spread whatever you have, or, if you, or you know what I mean, if you're not getting tested, if you don't have symptoms, doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have it. So. It's, it's crazy, crazy times. <laughs> Definitely. Um, what is your training situation right now? Um, well, so I, I'm, I work full time from home uh, as well as my boyfriend. So we both, he does a lot of um, strength and conditioning CrossFit. Um, and we do have some stuff for that. So we are doing our workouts daily that we keep like at least three times a week from that perspective for strength and conditioning. Because I usually go and do my strength and conditioning to three to four times a week um, for just working out um martial arts wise there's a lot of different things that we are also doing together so he's a producer and uh he dj's live so he'll play music and practice by you know up, up uh, we have like a, a little balcony area and i will do footwork drills and we'll kind of have like a music event and we'll live stream it for him and he's practicing that end and i'm practicing more of the personal responsibility part so doing all kinds of drills um Unfortunately, I'm not interacting with any people, but um, it, it is working to continue to be active. So it's still really hard. Um, it, is, it was nice to be able to go to the gyms and have like multiple people that, you know, or, you know, you might have a day where you're tired or not really motivated and being home. It's kind of like, well, I could watch Netflix or I could do some. So it's, it's nice to obviously I can't wait to get back into the gym and get back to that regular schedule. Um, that was really helpful for me. But I, I'm making do with what I can work with um we've been running running is like the one thing we can do because a lot of people i don't think have uh you know access to a swimming pool or, or uh, a crazy bike or something so that's been my main cardio outside of a couple of the weights we have <laughs> yeah definitely no uh you know your last fight uh i think it was the first event in north america that was truly affected by the the outbreak how was that whole week of of having a camp and then going to fight week and there's like murmurs and whispers of like the event could be altered in some way and then at the end eventually it just being called off to be honest the week of um it was the same i would just say the same as how i normally uh focus uh, i didn't really change much because there was potentially a rumor that something could happen but it wasn't really real at that point, it was like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything different. I'm just going to do what I do normally, get the water weight off, train as hard as I can until, you know, you kind of don't do that the like last couple of days. But um, just focus on, on the fight. So whatever happens, happens. Um, it didn't really become real until they actually did call. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So that um, that kind of was scary. But uh, that it is what it is. It's, it's safer for everyone. So I understand. That fight was, you know, of course, it's basically postponed but it was it's a huge opportunity to fight somebody that's very well known uh throughout the mma community and been in the game for a long time and and could actually catapult you up the rankings in the featherweight division do you feel like it it as a missed opportunity right there um i think it just gives me more time to continue to just get better um it i i like you said it's postponed so it's still in theory, going to happen. Um, I, obviously, 
being um, the world is is changing and safety first with the world. <laughs> but um, that's so at this point, it's just the same thing as I was doing before, just getting ready to fight her again. And um, when I go into fights in general, it's really not about who I'm fighting. It's more about just being a better fighter than I was the last time I fought. So I have to continue to do that regardless. Uh, your Bellator debut, you took on a former title challenger, Talita Treta. You got the split decision victory over her. Um, when you analyze that performance, you know what positives did you take away from that? Um, I definitely went into that fight with a lot of confidence overall in general with my ability as a mixed martial artist, a MMA fighter overall. Um, I'm pretty confident in every position p- possible. I mean, there's always going to be a time in a fight where you're like, oh, I don't want to be here. But I felt like that with that fight, just um, I really there wasn't any panicking, not that like she didn't do anything that was like, oh, a little like, nerve wracking. But I was calmer. I took my time in my in my mind, uh, calmer in my mind to like kind of think things through and make smart decisions. So um, some of that, though, can also be looked at as it could be a little bit of hesitation, being a little bit more confident with what I can do. Because um, it's always nice to go out in the first round and finish the fight fast. <laughs> you know, leading up to that fight, it, uh, the narrative was like, you know, Talito was a, a jiu-jitsu world champion. And, and if you go to the ground, it's going to become very dangerous. Did that get into your head a little bit? Or were you kind of challenged by that? Were you thinking like, I need to go to the ground. I need to show people that I could go there with a world champion and handle my own. I'm uh, absolutely not challenged by anybody that they put in front of me. I've done jujitsu uh, since I started, I'm black belt. Also, I have fought and won many things. I just feel like what happens is, um, from that perspective, a lot of uh, of the people speaking about other fighters aren't. I don't have footage from my fights that I have had like in the past. I don't know why. I obviously can't film my own fights. So um, there's a lot of stuff um, when I was fighting in the IBJJF and ADCC that I won and did awesome. And uh, they're like, just you know, it's not necessarily out there and on youtube and and everything so um i have no hesitation when it comes to fighting anybody world champion or not world champion um and i'm not afraid of that at all but i guess it's kind of nice to like put put myself in most people think that oh well jesse hasn't maybe she doesn't have the experience or she doesn't so uh you know she doesn't nothing i don't see anything on paper and then i can prove to them you know in the fights well actually i can you know hang with everybody (laughs) so yeah it's actually an advantage to not have everything all this footage online because nobody can watch what you can really do yeah yeah i um i'm usually behind the camera um i know that sounds bad right now because my lighting's a little bit off but normally i have better lighting but um (laughs) i uh am uh just not as good at i guess people getting videos of me so whatever (laughs) yeah it is what it is now you know between 2017 and before you returned to 2019 there was a long gap of inactivity uh what was going on in that time um i was uh 2017 yeah so that was um i there was one point where i went to grad school that was i think earlier than that though and then there was what the other point was just not being able to find a fight um, when I went to grad school, I was able to do a lot of jujitsu. So I was progressing and my jujitsu belt level got higher. So, um, but my fights, I didn't get a chance to have MMA fights cause I was also working full time. It was just a little difficult to balance all of that. <laughs> um, but as I progressed higher belt level, it got a little harder to find opponents as well. So at one point, um, it went about a year and a year and a half. There was, it was like a, not really anybody, a fight would happen and then it was canceled or, you know, something, I think one of them, we ended up trying out for the um, ultimate fighter. So that fight we, I was going to go fight 
the girl I was supposed to fight was also going to try out. So we ended up just kind of, let's go try out. So a couple things kind of got in the way, but it wasn't necessarily personal or anything with me um, being hurt or anything. It was just, wasn't kind of working with uh, finding opponents. Was, was it um, frustrating at times where you couldn't get actually step inside, inside the cage to fight? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, I remember like the first couple amateur fights, just having like tickets sold and having like ready to go. And then something happens and it's always last minute. And I'm not blaming the promoters or the fighter that I was supposed to fight or whatever, whoever it is, it's whoever it is or whoever's fault it was. It's just really disappointing when you're like so ready to go and it doesn't happen. <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier about like the confidence that you had going into your Bellator debut, going into 2020, this new year that confidence must be at another level because you actually went in there and proved a lot in that fight. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, I, I, I do the training, like the coaches, um, you know, they've put a lot of time into me, into me and, you know, I really want to execute and show what I can do in the cage. And in the past, I feel like I was just always a little bit hesitant with, I played a lot of sports in my life. So with a lot of things, um, sports wise and everything, but I'm in a really good position right now. Um, if I am to lose a fight, it's probably cause I'm going to end up beating myself or, you know, it's not going to be that the person was the better fighter. They just would have been that better fighter that night. They got something off on me and I didn't do something. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily see it being because I didn't put enough work in right now. Currently, are you just maintaining? Cause you never know when, when Bellator will call and say, okay, this fight is going to be at this event. You know, do you, or, or do you have a target event like I want to be back on as soon as possible. So, yeah, maintaining is definitely um, something that I think in general I need to do. Because being a 145-pound fighter, a female, there's not a lot of us out there. So anything can happen where even if another event is happening and someone gets hurt, they might just call you. So you want to be ready um, regardless. And I would love – I think they were, were going to have an event in May, and I would love to do that. But I'm still not sure. It's a little, a little close to <laughs> with everything going on. So The Bellator featherweight division, phenomenal. It's like growing – by the minute and you're you're part of it you're one of the the rising prospects now when you look at it how excited are you about the division like do you see you know who do you see in front of you that you can face even after leslie smith do you look further or do you just focus on leslie smith um i mean in the moment it's usually focus on what the job is to do at that moment i don't want to get ahead of myself i really want to focus on who i'm fighting at the time i'm fighting um them but I mean, it's just like you said, it's it's amazing to see a lot of people that are 145, like a cyborg, for example, um, and a cat Zingano, and just in general, everybody that's there. Like, there's so many great 145ers that I've always wanted to fight in general. So I'm just really happy that there's a division, <laughs> and and all the people yeah. that are good in at 145 are, are in it, you know. Yeah, and also they have the support of uh, the fans, the fan support the featherweight division in Bellator, yeah. which is something that I, that I, you know, enjoy that they do that because it doesn't seem like they really support it in the UFC. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, is, I mean, a lot of people ask about age and such. It's just different. I feel like for women, especially it's been different. Um, and when you, the more time you put in, the more confidence you get, like I was saying about myself, the more skills you, you develop. Um, I just, I know a lot of women that are over 40 that are in better shape than I am and maybe they don't fight. Um, and, but they're like, even like CrossFit people, I'm like, Oh my God. So there's, it's always, there's always a possibility that some 20 year old or, or 18 year old might be able to, um, 
outdo you physically, but if you're smarter mentally, then you can still win. So Cyborg doesn't really have a, a an opponent. Do you feel like she should fight Julia Budd again, get the rematch in, or do you see like a, another challenger that's more worthy? Um, I definitely feel like uh, a lot of people, so like Leslie Smith, for example, um, Julia Budd, uh, Katzengano, I believe she did fight Katzengano. Um, they all already fought Cyborg, so I, I haven't fought Cyborg. So I, I, I know I said that I am, I have one, you know, whatever my next goal is, if it, like, as they said, it's postponed, so Leslie Smith. But I still have something that everybody else, that, that no one else has, I guess you could say, um, from that perspective, where uh, I want my shot at Cyborg. Yeah, she's an amazing yeah. fighter, but she's not unbeatable. So that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, you do have uh, a four-fight winning streak currently. If you get another one, that's five. Eh? They could promote that. I feel like fresh, uh, a fresh face and, and a fresh opponent for Cyborg would be something that they could promote. That'd be awesome. Now, do you, do you watch uh, the uh, like women's MMA in general? Do you watch other uh, promotions? Do you watch the women like in other divisions? Um, I do. I I was lucky enough to go out to the um, UFC, the tryouts for the 145-pound division that they were potentially building for the UFC. So I um, was able to meet a lot of girls that also fight at like 125, 135. Um, and I like to follow them and see what they're doing. Some of them are overseas, like Cindy and, and uh, uh, there's a couple people in like Alaska. And uh, just it's nice to kind of just see what everybody's doing. So I like to watch the people that I know. Um, and I do watch some of the, the smaller girls. But they're, uh, I know that they're, they're definitely amazing um, athletes and they're great. But I know that I'm never going to be that small. So <laughs> I won't be yeah, or 115 or one, probably not even 125 ever. I don't want to be, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Now, you know, the, recently there was one of, probably one of the best uh, women's MMA fights in the history of the, the sport recently happened between uh Zhang Weili and uh Joanna Jinjacek. Did you check that fight out? Did you get to watch that? I didn't get to watch it, um but I did see and I heard a lot about um just how everybody was saying it was an amazing fight in general and how she uh Joanna was looking a little crazy after that fight. So um yeah, I have not seen the full fight, but um I I heard it was a really good good one to watch. Yes, did you uh, you must have seen the pictures of Joanna's head her, <laughs> yeah. her forehead. Yeah. It's it's just amazing how she can have that on her face and continue to fight for, I think, 15 more minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, uh, I think females in general, we're pretty tough. <laughs> um, and uh, it, there's something to be said about, you know, a 250 pound man hitting somebody else will knock them out, most likely a little bit more than maybe a 145 pound girl. <laughs> so um, it's not necessarily, um, you're going to, you, you know, take a lot of damage before you go down. You've been fighting professionally for more than 10 years now. Um, when you first started and, and now you've been watching the, the evolution of women's MMA, do you, did you think that it would be as big as it is now when you were, when you were uh, coming up? Um, I guess I didn't, not really. Um, I still think there's a long way, way to go. I'm really excited to see how like social media has played into it and is helping for um up and come like up and coming girls like younger girls to see how we can as um more i guess you could say um of the old school crowd now um can help them so that they can progress um but there's still so much to learn i feel like and so much to do even just a um from a pr- perspective of like how to cut weight properly and and not get hurt and 
um, there's there's still a lot. But uh, it is really cool to see uh, to be in the same division as Cyborg, for example, when I was watching her fight Gina Carano when I first started. So that's awesome. <laughs> for yourself, where do you see yourself at the end of this year? Do you see uh, do you see like probably a title fight coming up with Cyborg versus Cyborg? Is that is that the goal by the end of this year? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I always tell everybody one step at a time. So I have to win, and then I want another fight, and I want to win that fight. And if it's with Cyborg, that'd be amazing. If it's not, then I'm winning again so I can go fight Cyborg. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's different worlds, different time, I guess, right now. But if I could get at least two more fights in this year, that would be amazing. I would love to have that, so that would be great. If I could even have more, that would be even better. But <laughs> got to see how everything pans out, I guess, right? <laughs> Thank you so much, Jesse, uh, in this time of uh, uncertainty. And uh, good luck on getting the fight as soon as possible. Um, hopefully, when it when they announce that, I'll get you back on to talk about the preparations. Basically, your second training camp for the same fight. Um, but, uh, hey, it's a, it's a big name, big, big opportunity. Um, good luck with it. And, uh, yeah, we'll get you back on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> 